Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast, where food and sports clash at the goal line. Here are your hosts, Spencer and Michael. What's up, everybody? It's Spencer. I don't even know where to start besides that was a lot of fun. Joined, as always, by Michael. Hello, everybody, and I, I have a I have a bold proclamation to, to start this off. Let's hear it. We want Zona. Bring on Arizona. I think we can get them. I think we could take them. Do you think we could like put a hundred on them? I don't know. Uh, we we could try. I'd sure I'd sure like to give it a shot. Maybe right. maybe eighty. I, nice round number. I am a, a little disappointed from the game. There was one thing I wanted, and we didn't get it. <clears throat> I wanted to hang seventy on Houston. You called it. You were trying. I think it was. We had like ten minutes left fourth. in the game. Yeah, and it was fifty-six to forty-two. I was like, you know what? Let's hang 70 on these A-holes. And the further it went, the more I wanted it to. And I, I was a little disappointed we didn't get it. Uh, I, I know we're going to dive into a little bit more, but because of because of us not going for 70, we also missed out on cracking the top 10 of all-time offensive performances for Texas Tech football teams. So we just barely well, missed it. I wasn't going to go there because I don't have that stat, but I do have – some unbelievable numbers by your true freshman quarterback. Another record-setting performance from your Texas Tech Red Raiders. Last week it was um, your win margin. This week you have single-game performance records. Alan Bowman sets the, oh, is it the Texas Tech? No, it's Big 12 freshman passing yards record for single game. That's 605 yards. Yes, and six hundred yards. The previous record was uh, five hundred ninety-eight yards by by who was that? Patrick who the Mahomes the second. Oh, that's right, that's right. So, not bad company. No, dude. Like going into the season, if you had told me Alan Bowman's going to start two of your first three games and play the majority of the of the first game, I'd be like, you know what? It may be ugly, but dude gets better by the week. He did. He played well today. Uh, you could tell he, that he was – he checked down a little bit at first and threw some passes a little bit off, but it, I think I think he kind of found a rhythm as the game went on, and I was impressed by him uh, for okay. sure. I mean, he completed 73% of his passes for yes, 605 I was, yards. I was going to bring that up. So – he checked down. He threw some balls away. He overthrew some guys. Completed seventy three percent of his passes against Houston. Yeah, not for six hundred yards. Not some FCS cupcake. 
you know, a, no, a, a he team, did better this week than he did against Lamar. Yeah. A team that inexplicably, <laughs> well, his percentage was a little better against Lamar, but I mean, that was still Lamar, but uh, against a team that in hindsight was inexplicably favored by at least one and a half, maybe two by the time the game started. Um, I think my friend Adam tweeted me or texted me. It might've been two and a half at some point. So, well, here's the thing. Not a, the more we talked about it with Brian, the more I was concerned about it, which I think shows one thing. We can't trust what Brian says. But <laughs> he was talking about the defense. The Houston defense is going gonna, is gonna to squat on all, everything short. They're going to jump routes. They're going to force you to throw the ball downfield, um, trying to give Ed Oliver more time to get to your, your quarterback. And all I have to say is, Ed, who? Well, I mean. He had I like one his, tackle. Get out of here. His biggest impact on the game was getting Stars to have some, a couple of holding penalties. I think Dude. that was his biggest impact. But, but to also, it, it looked he had like six the tackles. Line, I know, but it looked like the linemen doubled him most of the time. Good. When I would when I would pay attention, they doubled him. And then I do think the fact that he clogged the middle so much really affected the running game. Sure, uh, especially, you had especially the first couple quarters. I, I feel like at halftime it was. Some really you had like twenty rushing yards in the first half. I think I that's give you that. yeah. I think that's an exact. I don't think it's like a, oh we're just guessing. No, I think it was twenty. Oh, I also <laughs> I think, think was it was because had. they rolled with Demarcus Felton and they tried to get him going and it was not working. Uh, it Dude was finished not working. six rushes for three yards. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not what's sure that, what was what, happening there. What's that yard per carry average, Michael? That's a half. 0.5 yards every time he touched the ball. Now, Tejon Henry, 24 carries, which is a ton for any like one guy in this offense. Finished for 111 yards. Which So I'm not going to ask you to do, do that math. 4.6 yards every time he touched the ball. Also finished with four rushing touchdowns. Not a bad day for the freshman. I think not. <laughs> Any other freshman of note that had a decent day? Oh, maybe. Oh, I don't, he's not a freshman, though. He's not? But, so, he well, was. so uh, Alan Bowman and Tejon Henry. Now, if you're talking about Antoine Wesley. No, Wesley's who I was talking Yeah, Wesley's a junior. Sorry. Hashtag Tweezy. <laughs> Finished. Oh, by the way, here's the other record from the game. He set a school record. So think about all the past Texas Tech wide receivers. There's some big names in that group. Nobody's had a better day than Antoine Wesley. What was it, 261 yards? 13 catches for 261 yards, three touchdowns. My gosh. Averaged 20 yards per catch. And he had a, I mean, I think he would have had more. He Towards the end of the game, Bowman just nailed him on a pass to the, left side of the field and it just went right through his hands he had him he was open uh i mean obviously we can't uh, we can't get too upset about that but i mean he would have had easily another 30 or 40 on that play if he'd have made that catch yeah so he has, and it, and it was catchable but it was you know it still would have taken some skill but he's demonstrated that he can do that so another there, 30 or 40 would yeah have been i was gonna say easy. there's there's a 18 uh, logged targets of Wesley, and he caught 13. So 13 of 18 
for 261 yards, three touchdowns. Not a bad day. You know who else had a really good day? J.D. on high. Seven catches, 120 yards. He had a sneaky good day. He did. I think I realized how, how well he did. Well, it started off with that, that really long one on the first drive. He had a catch and run for 54 yards. Interesting tidbit here. I was in the press game, post-game press conference. What, what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, hey, yeah. how did how did you pull this off? Did you flash the 23 personnel badge and they just said, oh, right this way. You right this way, better Mr. believe Rogers. it. And I act like I belong there. I just walked in, was like, what's up, what's up? <laughs> um, so he, he was one of the players interviewed at the end. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. And he even said, you know, I wasn't supposed to get the ball in that play. And uh, I think it was Don Williams said, We're, are you a little disappointed you didn't score? He's like, yeah, because, because when I caught the ball, I was surprised that it was there, and I wasn't ready to run yet. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> and he got 54 yards, and he was like, I was surprised that the ball was like, I turned around, and it was there. I was like, there it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Other yeah. days, sorry, I, I'm, I'm taking a drink of some elixir of life, Diet Dr. Pepper. Other good days. Probably one other guy of note, obviously TJ Vasher, six catches for 94 yards, two touchdowns. So your outside receivers accounted for all, all five of your receiving touchdowns. TJ Vasher was, I'm going to say quiet, but it's because he was overshadowed by somebody that set a single game record. Yeah, I mean, those two guys combined had 355 yards. And five touchdowns. Pretty good, pretty good dual uh, wide receiver threat, and that's outside from you know a couple of guys. I know Cantrell was is probably one that comes to mind really quickly, but you know we've we've kind of been a little depleted in with game changing wide receivers in the last couple of years. We we haven't. Well, here's the other thing: had them like we're used to having them, and to see these guys step up. Everybody was is, it- uh, is a good good sign. Yeah, I was gonna say everybody is still expecting T.J. Vasher to be the guy, and I don't I don't think like that's changed. I think it, if anything, Antoine Wesley's gonna be like, well, you gotta cover me too. Oh yeah, so, you're not gonna be able to just flat out double one of them. Right, you, you can't shade coverage to one side of the field because it's gonna open up the other guy. Yep, and they will burn you to the ground. Yeah. Obviously, Wesley had himself quite a day. He had another one of those, uh, he caught a pass, broke a couple tackles, and then 
ran for many, many yards. <laughs> uh, so, it's, it's speaking of Wesley, I, I went back and checked the um, – he surpassed Joel Filani, who had the single-game record up until today, and that was set in 2005 against Kansas State for 255 yards. And before that, which this is kind of a great little tidbit, number two was – Rodney Blackshear with 251 yards in 1991. Oh gosh! Against not when Houston. you're throwing the ball a whole bunch. Oh, <laughs> good no, job. Number Houston. two and number two and three were against Houston, and so now once we shift things, number one, three, and four will all be against Houston. Man. So, so take take that, Kendall. Kendall. <laughs> Speaking of that, I just want to I just want to touch on some of those like end of game decisions coming from Houston. <clears throat> they were down three touchdowns with like a minute to go, calling timeouts on Texas yep. Tech kneeling the ball. I was yes. like, dude, you were down three touchdowns. Cut it out. Was it? And and since I was at the game too, I couldn't tell if it was. I'm assuming it has to be Applewhite making these. Timeout or, calls, right? It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't Bryles, was it? Or, no, but if you're gonna if you're gonna hire Bryles, then you you have to just that's gonna go all the way around. You know that that same right. kind of thing is gonna. But the the thing that cracks me up, there's a local radio host calls uh, Major. He calls him Major Applesauce. <laughs> I heard him call that on the while I was driving home. Yep, Major on Applesauce post, on their post game show. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. I can get down with that. The other thing I guess we're going to get down with is Antoine Wesley being tweezy forever. So, Right. It's official. If it was tweeted out by the, the Texas, Texas Tech. Tech. Yeah. Yeah. It's got the blue check and everything. So tweezy. Hashtag tweezy. Yeah. I so, love it. Let's, let's talk about something. I don't know. Uh, maybe areas to improve upon defense. Um, On the defense. Okay. Well, okay. Let, I'm going to say okay, you gave up 173 rushing yards. Uh, that's, yes. that's kind of a lot. However, Houston's per game season average was 277. So you held them a third under their normal average, minus 100 there. You gave up okay. a ton of passing yards, though. Yes. <laughs> I think missing Jayshon Johnson is hurting. But, well, and I thought someone tweeted out or said that he was good to go today. Maybe they just decided not to play him. Or well, so or I saw him warming up. Hearsay. And it, it, you may have been re- referencing what I was saying. It's like I saw him warming up. He was with the group. Um, he looked good doing it. It wasn't like slow or anything. Came out before the game. Did not have his helmet. I was like, shoot. Oh man. I don't know what changed. I think they said. Um, I think. I think uh, Jayshon Johnson said he will be back next week. Some other guys, really quick, let's touch on it. Um, Injury-wise, I'm like blanking on all all my words tonight. Travis Bruffy was kind of pulled out of the game. They're late. They're trying to be what they said was smart with his health. I don't know. (laughs) Yes, I will be smart. I'm going to claim myself smart. (laughs) Um, Just trying to make sure he's he's healthy. Daylon Ward. Um... Supposedly he was ready to go last week. They did ask about this in the post-game press conference, and I will drop that every chance I get, that he re-injured or re-aggravated his, the injury and set him back so he wasn't even dressed out to play today. 
for the longest time, I didn't even see Trey King on the field. Like I was looking for him. I didn't see him until the second half and he was in shorts and a jersey. He's still not ready. I don't know if that matters with the the rival emergence of Tejon Henry. Because <laughs> I think oh, he's man. kind of putting himself up there for the number two running back spot. Um, once Ward comes back healthy, you really Very need... Very solid you, case. You, you need your running backs healthy. I mean, Henry is doing really well, but he's also a true freshman. Third on your depth chart, or fourth, or fifth, I don't know. <laughs> you just need to get your, your your regular guys back. Um, So your defense, a little suspect, gave up a total of 635 yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, it was a little lopsided because the first quarter, or maybe the f- first uh, quarter and a half went so terribly. It was so quick. Defensively, yeah. Uh, the other thing that our friend Chuck Hines was pointing out, that time in the game when Kingsbury went for it on fourth and two or whatever from the 48, or I don't know, whatever it was, it was in the middle of the second quarter-ish, first like 10 minutes. Sorry, there was 10 minutes left in the second quarter, about that time. Um, at that point, Houston had already had like 380 yards of offense in 20 minutes Gosh. of game. From there on only got like another 300. So in the last 40 minutes of the game did 300 yards. Which is better. Better. Uh, The other thing I was going to, sorry, I was going to point out was that at that same point in the game, Texas tech only had like 250 yards of offense and they finished with 704. Right. I, I wanted to point that out, too, just like we mentioned earlier, the running game. I don't know what happened at halftime, but something They happened. figured something out. I, we, we were hearing that uh, Ed Oliver was playing less and less as the game wore on. I don't know if it was a heat issue, hashtag, or not hashtag, that response from the Texas Tech football Twitter. Hope it wasn't too hot for you, because apparently that was the excuse Houston gave for not wearing their red jerseys. Gosh, and what it couldn't have been a much more perfect day for football out here in Lubbock. It was, it was, it was just about perfect. High seventies, low eighties. Maybe there was a little bit of humidity because there was storms. There were storms in the area. Luckily, we didn't get any, any rain or lightning. Yeah, but to those Houston guys, it wasn't humid. <laughs> no, it was probably like really dry. But yeah, you, they still refused to wear their, their home jerseys. Um. So. 635 total yards. Most of it came in those first 20 or so minutes. I don't know. Which, <laughs> Sorry. Which I was, we I'm, can't get away with. We can't get away with in most games. You know, if, if, if you're allowing 250 yards or so in the first quarter and a half, that's usually not, not going to slow down. It's going to get worse. So I, you know, I, I don't want to, you know, I want to take it for what it is. Uh, they did shore it up, and they did kind of clean things up a little bit. But, man, uh, they were hitting wide-open receivers. Guys were falling down. I think Fry gave up a big touchdown. So did Coleman. It was – the DBs are still uh, one of our Achilles heels on defense. They're still growing. Yep. Okay. I'm looking at the stat sheet, and there's something I saw that I wanted to touch on. 
is that we almost had a big boy touchdown today. <laughs> you, you, you were uh, texting me about that I in our Slack chat. was going to lose it in the press box if he scored. We threw, Alan Bowman threw a, um, like a rollout pass to Connor Killian, brother of uh, Caleb Killian, the pitcher for Texas Tech Baseball. Connor is a fullback for the football team. It was like, well, I don't know, second and two from the two, and he picks up one yard. He very nearly scored. <laughs> oh, man. Well, if he had scored, it would have been, been It would have been so gold. appropriate because uh, St. Patrick Holmes, or Patrick Mahomes through a... St. Patrick Mahomes. I like it. <laughs> well, that, I, I'm, I'm stealing that from Brian because I heard him call him St. Patrick on the podcast <laughs> earlier this week. <laughs> but uh, St. Patrick through a touchdown pass to a fullback in the NFL <laughs> on like a fade. That's right. He it, was, did. it was like a 50 yard touchdown pass down the sideline, dropped it right into this, this fullback. And I, I'm all for this. And so I, I really wish Bowman could have connected on that too. They would have had another kindred record <laughs> setting week or something. I do want to see Killian score at least once this season. Oh, he's got to. This, it's gonna be. It's gonna be a celebration. We will shut everything down when he scores. Just we've like, got that's to get it. a fullback. <laughs> yeah, we've got to get a fullback receiving touchdown. We've got to get it to happen, um, and possibly even somehow figure out how to get a a, a handoff to uh, the tight end. Was it Dante Thomas or Thompson? Thompson. Sorry, we got to get a handoff to him. Just see what. Ha- just see what happens. <laughs> Maybe he can run one in. I don't know. There were 20, 23 personnel goal line package, but in the tight end. So there were, weren't any actual 23 personnel packages. There was, was close. They were very close. There was a, uh, a diamond formation. I think it was the first, first drive, first or second drive for Texas tech at the goal was, line. Did they score on that? I don't know if they scored in that play, but it was really close. I, I don't, I don't remember exactly the, the sequence. I have to go back and, See if it made the highlight reel. I wanted to point out something else. We were talking about Tejon Henry and, you know, kind of his coming out party. Uh, of course, last week was, you know, phase one of the coming out party. But you've got to take it with a grain of salt against Lamar. Uh, but he averaged five yards per carry last week. And then this week, he averaged 4.6. So not a big drop and a pretty hard-running kid who I, I think he's definitely earned that number two spot is what it's, it's what it's looking like heading to conference play. Absolutely. I just, <clears throat> after week two, you're like, I'm not sure what we have. I'm not sure what Houston is. For them to roll in here, having just bl- blasted Arizona, what was it, 48-17 or whatever it was? I don't know. Yeah, it's 31 nothing at half. That's the big number I remember. Myself included, I was. We were just like, man, I don't know what we're gonna do with Houston. It's a little scary. You beat them by two touchdowns. Really, that their last touchdown came really late in the game. You opened yeah. up a three-score lead on them into the fourth quarter. Like, once you took the lead at before half, it wasn't in question. No. Because they got the ball first. I think they punted. Then you scored. You went up by two scores, and it basically stayed there the rest of the game. You, you did go, like I said, three 
three touchdowns at one point. Then they scored late to pull back with him too, but you did what you were supposed to at a game where they were picked to win. Houston was picked to win. Um, you and I both picked them to win in the taking the planes post. No, I picked I picked Tech to win. Oh no, it was, it was me and Seth. Me and Seth. Yeah, in the um, podcast, I picked Houston to win, but then I had a change of heart over those two days. Um, let me just say, I'm Tech. I'm glad to be wrong. Me too. I'm glad you're wrong too. Because ha- if you had started one and two, it would have been really, really debt. Uh, not desperate, but just really depressing times. Like, right. And oh, we're going up to Oklahoma State. They're going to kick our trash. Now you're like, Bowman could like outduel Mr. Cornelius up there. And I mean, Vasher and Wesley, they're, they're going to be hard to cover. I, I still don't know what to think about that. Uh, they pretty much demolished Boise State today. Um, and was that. That was an away game for OSU, wasn't it? Or I, I actually don't know for sure. No, I don't think it was because the field wasn't blue. I So, yeah, I'm not sure where they were, if they were home or not. Um, I did see that I'll, Baylor got blasted by Duke. Oh, I missed that. Yep. Dang. Uh, OU, somehow Iowa State hung around with OU probably more than they should have. And... Boise State was was in Stillwater. Sorry. TCU's currently up by one against Ohio State at halftime, 14-13. Texas is up 16-14 at half. Am I? Yeah, because right now the score I'm seeing is TCU 21, Ohio State 13. Oh, I am behind. I've got to hit the refresh. Yeah. Yeah, because they're five minutes into the third quarter. (laughs) The OSU game was in Stillwater today. I think I remember us talking about. And they this, beat him by twenty three points. Like I thought that was supposed to be a closer game, but then right, again, so was too. ours. Well, I remember them. I remember us talking about their schedule and how it was pretty weak because I, I think all their, I think they only have a handful of true away games all year, and so that kind of sounds about right. So they were at home against Boise State today, and definitely took care of business. So without spoiling any uh, fantasy stuff, just. I want to direct your attention, Michael, to Mr. Alan Bowman and his fantasy performance this week. Oh, I and haven't logged in. How, how's it looking? 190 points for Mr. Bowman. Ooh, ooh. Oh, that's looking good for me. Kyler Murray I'm had glad, himself. I'm glad I got him. <clears throat> Excuse me. Kyler Murray had himself a day, but only got 115 points. What a slacker. Now, we both, so I have 30 minutes remaining on players. You have 52. I am currently up 486 to 459. You oh, did man. have a player that the game is over put up a zero spot for you. Who was it? Denzel Mims from Baylor. Oh, well, they got plastered by Duke. That makes sense. So the guys you still have playing are? At TCU's defense. TCU's defense and Cavante Turpin. Right, and I saw I, we were out to eat at Craft House on the way home from the game. That's so overrated, dude. No, you, you've got it. You've got to find a better place to eat. I I do not believe you. I had the XL grilled cheese. Was you went there delicious. for a grilled cheese sandwich? Well, I do. I had chicharrones. I had chicharrones so? for the appetizer. They so? were still crackling. So 
Oh, it's so good. Anyway, I'm going to roast you on. so hard for going to a restaurant and getting a grilled cheese sandwich. I had pancetta on it. So? And mushrooms. It wasn't technically a grilled cheese. It was more of a patty melt. I have an issue with with uh, grilled cheese descriptions. Yeah, so that ends a little more, a little closer to patty melt, but dude. It was good. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, I look up. And there was a, I, I feel like OS or oh, oh gosh, Ohio State had just kicked the ball off. And I look up and there was a TCU guy running it all the way back. And I thought, oh man, this is so great. It's got to be Turpin. And it wasn't Turpin. And it was their, <laughs> it was their running back, but he had a 93 yard touchdown. It, it sucks. <laughs> From the seven yard line, just, I mean, how often do you see 90 plus yard, uh, rushing plays that was pretty impressive not but very I, often i wish it had been my i wish it had been turpin because i'm pretty sure i put him in this week one last thing on fantasy um your boy picked up tweezy you did you picked it up during the game i think you had during up there the, in the game box oh i was definitely on wi-fi that's not fair logged <laughs> into the media wi-fi up in the press box it was in the ac i was snacking oh, it was so good Sports oh were. i did I don't know if they're going to let me back after what happened today. I'm going to hang my head in shame. And I'm going to share it with all of you because you can't you can't hurt me any more than my pride's <laughs> already hurt. All right. There's a kick or something, like a punt or something, an immediate timeout. It's like, great, it's a time for me to go get a refill and a drink. Hop up, turn around. I'm right behind the stairs, right, to go up. Mm. These stairs are like a stair and a half tall. I trip going up the stairs. The f- oh, not once, no. but twice. The first one, I kind of catch myself. I was like, ooh, that could have been bad. The very next step, I kick it again, and I just wipe out. Luckily, carrying stuff? Oh, luckily, the plate was empty because I, I, I just finished. I was, I was taking it to the trash, and my cup only had ice in it. But it was one of those styrofoam cups, and like as I went down and landed on it, it just like, I don't know how the, the correct word. I'd say shattered, but it didn't. Like, styrofoam doesn't shatter. I shredded this cup, <laughs> and well, how, how so was your, it was like, it was how's a, your knee and your pride? Uh, well, your this, the pride. It's, it was my so I landed on my my forearm. My pride oh, was hurt because there were several guys, media guys that like saw it happen. Like, dude, are you okay? I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, I only tripped twice. I'm good. I'm good. Hey, like, this is a... <laughs> had to pick, pick up all the ice off the floor. Oh, my gosh. Who invited this guy? Probably not going to get me invited back. Is he with that back. podcast? Probably. All hey, right. I wanted to point out real quick, um, the guy that had the 93-yard touchdown, uh-huh. Darius Anderson, he is currently on my bench. So <laughs> with 55 points, just sitting there. Just sitting there. So good job, Michael. Way to way to see the old crystal ball there. <laughs> so TJ Vasher was on my bench today too, and he scored. I think he had like fifty something points, fifty three points on the bench. Yeah, I had a couple of receivers that he could have played over, like CD Lamb didn't have that many points. Daquan Bowman yeah. surprisingly did, and dude, like if if we've got to touch on that a little bit. Special I like teams. And okay, not even special teams. Daquan Bowman on special teams. He had a rough needs day. to get things figured out. 
And I, you I almost think, felt for the kid like it was almost a mental block. At some I'm about to say, I, I think one mistake led to the second one. But yep. the first mistake was, oh, it was the muffed punt. He muffed the yep. punt. Um, he called for a fair catch. He was running to the side. I was like, dude, just let it go, let it go. And he muffs it. And like, it's not just like he dropped it, whatever. It fell through his hands and then like he kicked it forward to where <laughs> nobody was at except for like three Houston players. And they just dropped on it. He's just like, oh. Houston scores the very next play. Bowman goes out there to return the kick. He drops it like three times. I was like, dude, you've touched that ball. You've got to pick it up. It's like rolling around in the ends. I was like, if Houston yeah, picks it up, I that's know. a touchdown. Right. Figure it out. And that's why I, I tweeted that out. And that was actually the, I got a gif back from your boy, Chad Hasty. It was some dude oh, yeah? screaming, figure it out. <laughs> I was like, yes, very nice. That's, a, that's an appropriate gift. Speaking of, let's check the Twitter because I called for questions and comments or whatever, and I have 20 unread notifications, a bunch of retweets and likes. It's just because uh, we're it's the power of the 23 Personnel Podcast. Oh, here we go. Keith Patrick, at Keith B. Patrick, our boy. Who I got to meet today. Yeah, I, was, I, I didn't get to find him you said he was like we, in the middle of his rows like i'm not gonna fight that oh yeah we had a great time we hung out in the frazier before the game and then during halftime and yeah I was, I was glad to meet him and his wife so sorry keith good times maybe next time <laughs> he submits does stay wars get a pass for holding penalties based on his assignment so as a center ed oliver lined up directly over the top as a as a uh, nose nose tackle does stay wars get a pass uh, what do you think, Michael? Since we won, yes. <laughs> I mean, truly, uh, because the times that when he got those penalties, it was just terrible. Uh, it was terrible timing for it. It was, when it, was, it was when the game was really close. Our defense couldn't stop anything. And, you know, every every time, I think back-to-back drives, we had the ball on first and 20. There deep, was Deep in our own territory, you know, so it was – at the time, it was very frustrating, but looking back, you're thinking, he is trying to block one of the best linemen, or the best linemen in the country, so I should give him some slack, but uh, I can now, because we won handily, so sure, <laughs> that's my answer. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would tend to agree. Um, he had a couple of, of head-scratcher penalties Newsflash at Stay Wars, he's always had a couple of those in his career at Texas Tech. Yeah. Um, just, and he was, like you said, going up against the probably the top D-line um, group and player individual player that, you know, he probably will see all year. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, I can live with it. Definitely in hindsight, I can live with them because uh, it, it sounds like it, it, they were so close together. I think that's what made them worse, but then I don't think he got anything called on him after those two. I believe there were two of them mm-hmm. on him, and I don't think he got anything after that. So uh, they kind of figured it out and and or were able to block it from the refs sufficiently. <laughs> Keith Either one works. sent us another one. He said the defense gave up big plays, but they also got pressure on King and had big stops. Step forward, are they are they enough to keep us in games? Um, here's the thing. You, you got some pressure on King, not enough. Cause this was a guy that we, we, we known was 
prone to turn it over, prone to having some accuracy issues. Dude was hitting everybody. Um, he was. Like Derek King was, I mean, he finished 30 or 51 for 431 yards, five touchdowns. I mean, yeah, he had 21 incompletions, but they were just hit. He just did really well for a guy that we said, if you get pressure on him, it's fine. Um, he also ran the ball pretty well. Let me see. 11 carries, 47 yards, one touchdown. So he, you know, he accounted for 478 yards and six touchdowns all by himself. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if I saw enough to feel confident about the defense uh, completely. Is you know, there a, a turnover would have helped? Yeah, I was another thing. You didn't get. Any I think we would have had a little bit. We would have had a little bit better taste in our mouth if we've gotten a turnover. But uh, man, they Keith's right. They gave up some big plays. Uh, they may, it may be enough to keep us in the game because now our offense doesn't appear to be as big of a question mark as it used to be. But uh, it's it's. Uh, <laughs> it's not the greatest thing to try to relive that first half I'll, I'll put it that way question for you is there another offense on the schedule that worries you like Houston did Oklahoma okay they're um, without their leading rusher right let's see uh, and Oklahoma maybe West State? Virginia Oklahoma State to be honest with you they're uh you know, they're throwing up points on people. Yeah, so my confidence will probably wane <laughs> through the week. Yeah, but my confidence probably wane throughout the week of how we'll, we'll do it in Stillwater. Right now, I'm like, oh, we got this. Um, GCU's even surprisingly, you know, they're, they've they been kind of lackluster in offense the last couple of years. But, uh, but are they better than Houston? Uh, well, they could be. Because they're up 21-13 against Ohio State right now. <laughs> I don't know. But he's, I, I, I'm i not sure yet. Quit poking holes in my argument, all right? My point was trying <laughs> oh, to make... Oh, sorry. I didn't know you were trying to get somewhere. I didn't mean to... No, just that like Houston's one of the more explosive teams you're going to play. So you give it big big plays to them. We kind of expected that. Um, You still were able to fight back and beat them. Final score by, by two touchdowns. You you had a three touchdown lead there late. You're making steps. The, the, sorry, the other thing, like ten minutes ago, I was going to make a point on the pressure you're getting, whether it's behind the line of scrimmage on a running back or on a quarterback. If you're there as a defensive lineman and you touch that player, you need to take him down. Like I'm tired of seeing all these quarterbacks yeah. and running backs get hit or wrapped up in the backfield, then to just like shed a 300 pound lineman like he's nothing like what is that like like you get there and like oh my job's done no 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 no. your job's not done (laughs) kind of the the tony romo shake where somehow he just weasels out of something and rolls around and gets out yeah i i don't know i'm I'm with you it's kind of like uh our coaches would tell us in the one year i played football as a backup to the backups that if your hand touches the ball, you should catch it. And so I almost, I almost feel the same way about 
bringing down somebody. If you it, touch the, the guy carrying the ball, you should be able to take him down. Right. <laughs> Not you, that you same You either thought. misjudge something to get the correct angle or, you know, there's going to be some, you know, probably quite a few exceptions if we really sat and thought about it. But, yeah, if you get a hand on him, you, you got to bring him down. Okay, one more th- one more tweet. For, this is from Guns Up Nation. He said, um, they were an underdog at home and at one point were up three scores with a freshman QB. That's a pretty solid statement to me, folks. Congrats to KK uh, and his coaching staff for responding 2-1 and one, and the real season starts with cow- Copycat U next week. Man, so, shots fired all, all over that one. Yeah, going into the Oklahoma State game at 2-1, and one, and how you've done the past two weeks, feel pretty confident that like maybe we can win five conference games this year. It's maybe we it's can possible. win seven games or eight. I just don't know if it's going to start in Stillwater. <laughs> it, maybe not, yet. but shoot, you've got as good of a chance as any at this this season because your your freshman quarterback who you were probably throwing out two weeks ago, be like, nope, he's not going to have it. Any chance to, to take out you know Oklahoma State broke a record today six hundred and five passing yards. Yeah, and and in the last two games have put up one hundred and forty points. Yeah, looking like he was sacked one time today, and it was his first time all season to be sacked. Has yet to throw an interception. Knock on wood. Yet to throw an interception, sacked once, and is complete. Like his season per- completion percentage is what like close to seventy. Oh, let me look that up. I think it is. Let me look it up too, just because. Let me click it up. If y'all can hear us, we're we're just doing all this stuff for you guys. Yeah, it's uh sixty-eight point nine percent. Yeah. Okay. So sixty-nine percent through three he's games. Completed. He's fifty-one for. No, that that doesn't include today. Sorry, that's just fifty-one <laughs> for seventy-four. That's not even today. Fifty-one. Okay, hold on. 74. He's, he's, he's played, he's put more passes in than that. Hang on. Let me do some maths here. Yep. He is completing 71% of his passes. 71% as a true freshman, not playing cupcakes on the schedule. One, he played one. Well, in one of those, we, you know, he came in as the backup. So sure. All right. We we're running long. We will get to a, a full preview of the Oklahoma state Cowboys on Tuesday. Um, today you feel good. You won. You did it in a convincing fashion with a team that you were picked to lose to by a lot of people. Um, you did it convincingly. You, you beat them. There's some issues you still need to shore up. Obviously need to be, I, I hate to say you need to be more efficient on offense. You need to be better running the ball. You need to continue to clean up the penalties. Your freshman quarterback and receiving core really coming along. Unbelievable what they've been able to do through three games. Michael, you got any final parting shots before we wrap this one up? Yeah, a, a couple. One of them is I'm unsure. I would have to go back and check the archives, but I'm thinking this is the first win I've been able to attend at the Jones since – 2015 or 2016. So I don't know if I'm bad luck or what, but it was really 
a fun experience. I hadn't had this much fun at a tech football game in a long time. So that was great. Hearing the Matador song at the end uh, after a win was great. And I'd also like to give a shout out to the piccolo section because <laughs> they were rocking it all day. I could hear them from wherever they were on the field. So shout out to the piccolos. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was fun. Um, not, not just because you won, but in the way you did it, um, you just simply amazed by your, your, your quarterback, um, your wide receivers, my my one word I was, I was gonna come in is like I've got one word for this instant reaction. It's gonna be wow, <laughs> because right. of Alan Bowman, right? Enjoy um, it, enjoy yeah. the win, man. It's it was a good solid win. Um, I I was I was impressed with them. I think there's still work to be done on defense, but there always will be. I think so. Yep. So everybody, join us back on Wednesday for the Oklahoma State preview. For those of you that are just joining us uh, in terms of listenership, thanks for checking us out. Keep with us. Keep growing with us. Um, if you're subscribed on iTunes, you know, hit us with the re- review, subscribe, and all that kind of stuff. Make sure you're not missing an episode. For Michael, I'm Spencer. Thanks for listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast.